step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. Talk the talk. Hey, you hear that, man? Yup. Something's happening. Sounds like something's about to explode. <laughs> Hey, 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 what's up? This is your man, Jeff Brown, and you are tuned in to the Jeff Brown Show. And sitting in for the lovely side of the show is uh, the lovely side of the show. The other lovely side of the show, when I call her, she answers the call, is none other than Miss Sassy. How are you doing? I am great. How, How are was you your weekend? Jeff? I'm good. How was your weekend? Awesome. Everything was good? Yes. Good. Awesome, awesome. Beautiful day Thank today. You, you great? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then, you know, I got my man, the judge himself, <laughs> the one and only, yes. Michael Ryan. This should be some theme music. <laughs> <laughs> when he said that, I think judge. about Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> judge Michael Ryan is in the house. Good evening, everyone. I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Brown, for allowing me to come on your show. And, of course, the FCB Radio Network for uh, approving uh, your recommendation of me being here tonight. Well, Judge, you know we know you're not crooked, so we want you to come on the show. <laughs> so that's good. We know you're a good. You know you're a man of good standards and, and good honor. So <laughs> you know we don't um, welcome crooked people on our show <laughs> and judges and politicians. You know, yeah, so we good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I am. <laughs> that's why we. That's why we want you on the show. And you, my friend. So I know. Darby, how you doing, man? What's going on, good sir? Hey, man, how's your album doing? It's doing well, man. Good. Doing doing well all over the and as my chord goes out. All right, there we yeah. go. Uh all over the country, all the major uh retailers, digital retailers. So good. We got it popping, sir. There we go. Y'all make sure y'all cop that. The journal. Yes, sir. Oh, the man. journal. How was your uh your Fit. kickoff on Friday? Man, Fish Fry Friday was great. You know, Friday Night Live, Fish Fry Friday was great. Um you know, uh, Russell Thompson did his thing. That's what's uh, up. You know, music was great. You know, uh, the, the venue itself is good. You know, we're, uh, you know, DJ Eller and myself, uh, we said that, hey, happy hour has to come back for um, the mature, you know, for the mature 
crowd, you know, those that are 40 and over, because there's nowhere for them to really go, right. you know. Right. Um, and, you know, so we're, our, our goal is to push happy hour. And that's what we've been doing, and um, it's growing, it's doing good. You know, Happy People Wednesday is, you know, we're getting ready to get that. We're going to get that crump. And uh, and then Fish Fry Friday, also uh, August 29th, I'm hosting the official kickoff for the uh, Shaw High All-Class Reunion Weekend uh, at Happy People Wednesday in collaboration with my graduating class, the Shaw High class of 98. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So we're going to, you know, we're going to do what we've been doing, man. And um, we're going to get it going. Oh, we'll be at T-Mobile. That's right. Yeah, go ahead, man. Talk about it. All that. right. We are having a uh, end of summer blast. Uh, myself, uh, Jessica Lavish and E. Will from the Outlaws, Jeff Brown and Mo Betta, Ashley Evans, Todd Allen, Sammy Cena, Khalid Namar, Christy Magger. We all, pretty much the whole family, we're going to be there. Uh, YFL Kelvin, who's one of the hottest rappers coming out of the city, he's going to be there doing an in-store meet and greet. We're going to be giving away stuff. Make sure y'all come kick it with us August 24th, this Friday, from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the T-Mobile store on 3439 West Brainerd Road in Woodmere. So come kick it. Yeah, and after you get your cell phone, come on down to uh, Rock 21 Grill and listen to the sounds of rock, um, of my man uh, Russell Thompson Absolutely. and the free agent band and my man DJ Ellery. You know, you know get your right. fish dinner, too. You know, for right, $12. get your phone and get then get your fish dinner. Yeah, get your fish dinner, get your phone. You know, come down and, and if you're a lady, you can get a free shot of Tito's on me. So there come on down. So you get it, you know, go and make it happen. So it's all good. I want to get into the topic of today's show. You know, um, it's so befitting that we got a judge on the show today. <laughs> All right, I think you, know, you planned this. No, planned I, this? no, I did. You know what? I, you know what? I, I talked to Judge Ryan. You know, I said, you know, because we you know we attend the same church. Yeah, this is my brother in Christ. You know, mm-hmm. but we know uh, his professional. You know, uh, uh, work is that he is a judge. He's a um, leader in the community. He's a community leader. And you know, I thought about it. I said, you know, who's more judgmental, <laughs> women or men? I wonder who that would be. Jeff, we're not about to go there. Oh, we going there because I need to get it off my chest. <laughs> I would like to know who is more judgmental. And so, you know what? Because I am a gentleman and I'm not judgmental. Uh-huh. I'm going to ask Sassy, uh, I who, who, who I think could be judgmental at times. <laughs> but... That's, but I'm not judging. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> making you know, an observation. Observ- I'm, yeah, I'm making an observation. observation. <laughs> yeah, I ain't judging, but I'm just making an observation. So, do you? Are you judgmental? I am not. How do you know? I know I'm not judgmental. <laughs> but how do you know you're not judging? I don't judge people because I have been judged all my life. So okay, I don't judge what, people. when people look at well, you, how they it, judge it doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship, but it's anything personal. You know how many people I've had look at me that don't know me, and then when they get to know me, say, I thought you were so mean when I first met you. Mm. Mm-hmm. I thought you were a, I'm not going to use the word, but it's the second letter of the alphabet. Mm. <laughs> or, you know, when I met you, but what you're a such a sweet, you, <laughs> you're such a sweet person. Or you this, you that. So I don't, I don't judge people because I don't want to do it because someone did it to me. Right, so you've never judged a man uh, that might Want to approach you and date you, or uh, absolutely, you've never misjudged him based on what why he looks or no. his, the type of shoes he's got on. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say. I think actually, I, I don't say men or women. We both both genders can be judgmental. 
Because you can look at a female and say, because she's pretty or because she has a lot going for herself, I'm not going to approach her. Or she may be bougie or she may be a snob. You're mm. judging her just because of her looks or what she have or she's educated. You're intimidated. Oh. So, or and vice versa with women. He ride the bus, so he can't talk to me. But how you know he's not riding the bus just doing So have you ever work? talked to somebody that rode the bus? Heck, Judge, <laughs> Judge Ryan is here, and I refuse <laughs> to let him see that. I'm just saying, though. No, I'm just saying, though. No. I mean, I, 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 she's invoking her Fifth Amendment. Right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Oh, she's pleading the fifth. Okay. I am. Thank you very much. Okay. I plead right. the fifth. I got you. I got you. I plead the fifth. I will not speak with my attorney, not press. <laughs> I got you. So, Judge, what do you think about that? You know, you're a judge. You know, are, you know, is it, I'm not saying you've done this, but sometimes, you know, you have to, do you have to look at the character of a person in, in the type of setting that you're in? Well, I'll say this. As judges, we actually should not be judgmental. Which you know probably sounds like an oxymoron. Yeah, you know? it is. But but we can't because we when we see an individual, that individual comes in with the presumption of being innocent, mm. right? Uh, despite what you hear from the uh, prosecutor, because when we get a case, uh, generally the case has a complaint in there and it has um, a statement of facts sometimes right. about what the person purportedly did. So if I go based on that, then my first assumption is this person did something wrong. Right. But the law doesn't doesn't require or doesn't permit us to do that. We have to think as though that statement's there. That's all it is. It's an allegation. That's it. An accusation. And I cannot make a judgment about that person just based on that complaint. It's not until the evidence is produced that I make a judgment about what happened. And even if that is the case, I make a judgment about what happened, I don't necessarily say that that's a bad person. The person made a bad choice. Mm. So... Um, and, and for us, you know, when you make bad choices, there are consequences for making bad choices. Mm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the person is bad. Because if I go in with the presumption that this person is bad, then I can't do anything to change them. You know, especially when you talk about kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids are malleable. They are, there's a way to, to, to change them, to, 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 to break them, to form them in a different fashion than you do when you're dealing with adults. And so... Even when kids make bad choices, I try to find a way to try to mold them into doing something different, be right. different, and react differently to situations. So, so let me ask you another question. Okay. Okay. Let's just take off it. Off of the, oh, out okay. of the courtroom. Oh, you out of the courtroom. <laughs> now you just, you just Michael Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Have you found yourself to maybe misjudge somebody based on you just yourself? Have you found yourself to maybe have slipped up to misjudge somebody? On pre on 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 pre assumptions or a pre notion or something like that. Um, I would say, yeah. Being honest, yes. I yeah. think we all yeah. get to that we, in some way, shape, or form. Because we we all yeah. have prejudices that yeah. are you know that right. come from the community or culture that we're mm-hmm. in. Absolutely. And so, if you're inundated with certain things about certain people or certain um, uh, genders or certain groups, then when you see someone who fits that description, you have a certain definition Absolutely. and characteristic of, uh, right. idea of who they are. Right. And so I, I think, you know, that does happen. Yeah. That's not proper, though. Right. It, right. <laughs> right. Well, you, before I say, you, you, what's up with you, man? Do you, are you judgmental? No, I don't, I don't think I'm judgmental. I think we've all had those moments where we've mm-hmm. done it. You know what uh-huh. I mean? But I'm not a, I'm not a generally speaking, a judgmental person. Okay, well, listen to this. According to Psychology Today, 
Okay, they they surveyed three hundred thirty, you know, men and women. Come to research. Okay, (laughs) I was shocked Uh because I already assumed that women were more judgmental than men. Uh But I have to apologize. Mm. Really, forty percent of the men in that survey found were found to be more judgmental than women. Wow, women. 23% 23% of those out of 20 23% of the women out of that out of that group were found to be more sensible and more open and did not prejudge the scenarios of the survey. I don't buy that. Your apologies. <laughs> the apologies accepted. We do I don't buy that. Hey man, listen. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I still don't. Hey, well, hey. <laughs> Hey, who conducted the um, survey? Psychology Today. I mean, what was the gender of the person? Women. Who was the oh, I don't got. Uh, you know what? I gotta go back and look at that. Right. Yeah, I, you know that's okay, a good this point. This is what I need more see, better. So y'all see, just gonna triple to, team. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that's, you used to be an attorney, right? I'm still an attorney. See, you're still an attorney. I, see, I that's, practice, see, that's an attorney's yeah. question right there. Right. Who wrote and surveyed? Was it a woman? Or that's a, a very important that's question. That's a very yeah yeah. I'm gonna go back and look at that. But, uh, yeah, that might change my whole perspective. I might have to take my apology back. Line, we accept. Yeah. So you know what? I'm not judgmental. I'm not, you know listen. I'm I'm not judgmental, but I'm but I'm real. Yeah. Okay, I'm common sense. You know, a lot of people don't have common sense. Right. You know, we live in a generation and time where people lack common sense. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so if you lack common sense, then sometimes that opens the door for you to be, you know, judgmental or to assume something before you actually see all the facts and the figures uh, thereof. So for me, I don't think I'm judgmental, but you know. I, I know a liar when I see a liar. <laughs> I know a BSer when I see a BSer. Okay, you know I, I know that. I know I know a female that ain't that ain't trying to do the right thing. I know for a fact she right. ain't trying to do the right thing. You know because guess what? A, a female that wants to do the right thing, they operate totally different. Mm-hmm. A woman that don't have the same intentions or the same goals that I have. I already know how she is. Right. So I'm not going to prejudge her. I'm not judging her. I'm just calling a spade a spade. And see, a lot of times people think that, hey, you know, uh, if you say, a, if you call somebody out on a mess or or they nonsense, you judging them. But that's not necessarily the truth. That's true. That's just the truth. That's you what just speaking. See, see, you speak truth, and see, a lot of times people mix that up. Right. You know, they they mix you. You know, uh, uh, speaking truth as you judging them, or you you know you calling them out, or you're trying to embarrass them. No, I ain't trying to embarrass you. I ain't trying to call you. I ain't trying to judge you. But I'm just speaking truth from what I see. But you do right. you get emotionally tied to your judgment, yeah, and you know, and then you know that gets into mm-hmm. perspective. Which it's is emotional, you, you know, you get into perspective because, you know, because <laughs> uh, you, you're looking at it from, you know, different points of view. So, you know, with that said, yeah, you know, I, you know, Sassy has admitted that she's judgmental. Oh, <laughs> she will not date a guy. So if you riding the RTA, I didn't know that. Even, he the, can be just riding the RCA to work, but he might go home and get in a seven series BMW. I'm not going to judge him because he's driving an RT8 or but riding. You, I you say that, work. but I, I saw your reaction. When yeah, you what I said, when I asked you that, your, your whole reaction <laughs> told the truth. I can, tell, I can say this. I mean, I rode the bus <laughs> to law school. 
Well, you, they look at where you are now. See? And look at where you have a beautiful family, beautiful yeah. wife, you know. You, but your wife didn't, didn't prejudge you. No, she didn't. She, you, she believe, see what I'm saying? She didn't. It's all good. Listen, stop judging. It's all good. We'll be right back with the Relationship Corner. This is your man, Jeff Brown, and you're listening to the Jeff Brown Show. Hey, this is your man, Jeff Brown, from the Jeff Brown Show. Hey, as you know, people love Netflix, but for some, it's just not in their budget. And for others, they're paying for both Netflix and the data to watch it. Now they don't have to. With T-Mobile, you get unlimited data with Netflix included for the whole family. Did you hear what I said? Everybody. You, the dog, the cat, your son, your daughter, mama, and daddy. Everybody gets a chance to watch Netflix through T-Mobile on unlimited data, which means that you can watch thousands and thousands of shows and movies, whatever you want and anytime you want on any device that you want, all without paying more money. That's right. More money you do not have to pay. Only at T-Mobile, you can get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included. Did you hear what I said? You get that at T-Mobile, unlimited family plan with Netflix included. And right now, buy a Samsung Galaxy S9 and you get one free with 24 monthly bill credit. Man, I got to hurry and get there because I got to get my new S9. So you and your family can binge on all of your Netflix favorites. That's right. On your new Samsung Galaxy S9 phones. All you got to do is visit a T-Mobile store near you or call 1-800-T-MOBILE today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel, balances due. Well-qualified customers. Full price, $720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Mr. Talkbox, and you're listening to the Jeff Brown Show. Oh, yeah! Welcome back, welcome back, and you already know what time it is. Time for the Relationship Corner. My girl Mo Better is out, so y'all stuck with me. <laughs> in the relationship corner. So, I was thinking about it, thought about it, thinking about it, thought about it. <laughs> and you know, it's what I came up with. Here's a scenario. Now, paint this. Would you allow your spouse or your significant other to have dinner or lunch or breakfast with their ex? Would you allow that? Your ex, or allow your ex, I mean your 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 spouse, to have that that one on one time with the person <laughs> that they were with before you. Would you allow that? <laughs> Would you allow their ex to try to win them over? <laughs> yeah, I know y'all got kids. Y'all might have, you know, uh, whatever. But outside of the kids, would you allow? your spouse or your significant other to have one-on-one time with their ex. How would you deal with that? How would you deal with that, Judge Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) He had to laugh. What do you think about that? You know, my my, my, my sister, Robin, she come to you and she say, she say, Judge. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't call me Judge. (laughs) 
you know, such and such called me out the blue. You know, it was good conversation. And then, you know, they want to take me to dinner. Do you mind? First off, I'll say this. I, my wife and I have a, a very good um, level of high trust for each other. Good. I'll, I'll say that. Um, and I would be shocked if she agreed to go to dinner or to lunch or right. to breakfast with um, her ex. Now, I, I know that because of um, her relationship with her ex uh, that, you know, he may call her, you know, from time to time out of, out of the blue. Yeah. Um, Even to this day? Because Lauren, people don't realize Lauren's not my daughter biologically. Right, right, right. So I got you. Th- that that connection remains with, with right. those two. Absolutely. And so that might change this this situation. Uh-huh. Um, but aside from that, no, there's, there's no contact between right. those two. And I would say the same thing for me and my ex, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, one, we wouldn't be meeting for lunch or dinner or breakfast. Right. Um, I wouldn't agree to it, nor would Robin say consent to it. Either. Right. So for me, that's, that's an easy no. no for you, huh? Mm-hmm. No. That's good. That's good. <laughs> what about you, Sass? No. No? No. First, I would if if he even presented to me, I would want to know why did you even consider it? Consider what? Asking yeah. you out? No, I'm saying if if my significant other comes to me and say, "Oh, hey, so and so, I know this is your ex, asked me to dinner." Why? That's what I want to know. Why did she ask you for what reason? Because she shouldn't be asking you to dinner, or is she taking us both? <laughs> she don't want to take you. Okay, well, she can't take him. Well, why she can't take him? And I, I mean, what if they're what, what if they're just friends now? Okay, well then, all three of us. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Well, maybe she only got enough money for her and him. Well, then she don't need to go. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't even if my ex approached me like that. I would be like, no, that's a no, and you know better. But I think you. You you should already have that type of ex that would know I can't ask her that because she've already set that expectation that she's not going to do it or she respects him or he respects her enough to know that I don't even have a chance. So no, not to ask me. No, huh? No. Hell no. Heck no. <laughs> okay. No. Because what are you asking me for? And then I if you, you try to use it, oh, it's business. Are we trying to catch up? Well, all three of us need to catch up together. <laughs> right, all right, right. So they can't catch up. catch up without you, huh? What you catching up on? Whatever they lost. Okay. Well, oh, you lost it. And oh. You lost it. For <laughs> Whatever they, they lost. Know, whatever they lost, no. whatever they couldn't find, or what, whatever they, you, you know, whatever. It, they, you, what, gone. Why are you trying to let's find Let's not it? even say lost. Maybe there's something that, you know, she just needed to talk to him about. Well, closure? Maybe. Because, maybe. Because think about it. That closure you know, should have happened way exactly before we before got there. Hey, but you know what? Think about it. You, you know, there's a lot of people that still have unfinished business. You know, I know a lot of people going well, into relationships. you before you got with me. But a lot of people go into relationships with unfinished business. They do. They do. They do. You, well, that's what they call excess baggage. I don't say it's baggage, yes, but it's it unfinished is. business. You, you understand? 
What well, about you? You what well, you? can we ask? You know, again, I'm you know. Yeah, the, come on. The lawyer in me comes out here. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> What's the time frame from them asking to go out to dinner? I mean, how what do you long mean? has the from when the the relationship ended with you and your ex? Like, is this a week? Is this a month? Is oh, this, it's a couple you know, years. Let's say let's say three okay, years. No, that's that's it yeah. for Mister. Yeah, three years. And you haven't been able to resolve whatever uh, unfinished business that you've had before that time. Let's let's be honest about it, though. You know, a lot of people still hold on to stuff from 25 years ago, okay? You know, people, they still hold on to their high school sweethearts, yeah, okay? (laughs) Talking about shoulda, coulda, woulda, okay? Come on, now. I mean, mean, it's just people. But then I I would question this ex's... um, Motives? Motives, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just need to have a conversation. Maybe, maybe. Why do you need to have dinner to have a conversation? Well, maybe because some people talk well over food. <laughs> Why they eat? If you need to have a conversation <laughs> or something, you just need to address. Then do it over the phone. Hey, what you think, Darvio? Do you would you would you allow your your woman to go out with her ex? The way that you place the scenario, if that was the case, no. Because if you said the ex right before me. No, nah. I'm okay, so would it have to be two X's down? A po- it's a possibility. <laughs> Depending on this, it depends on the situation. Like the the lawyer, it depends on the situation. It depends on the context. Everything. So it's a possibility. It's a possibility that, that you would allow your 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 girl to go out with her ex if they're like two De- X's removed. Depending on the situation. Got you. Okay. So it's a lot of qualifiers in there. Right. There's a lot of qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? For so for me, I'm gonna go out. With my ex, if they ask, they call me and say, "Hey, you know, I need to, I want to, I need to talk to you, whatever." I'll go out, you know what I'm saying? Because at that point, I already know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm cool, so I'm, I'm, I'm securing myself. You are, but how would your lady feel? Right, I was going to ask that. Hold up, so hold up. Let me deal with that. First of all, I ain't going to be with nobody that's not that's not going that's going to be insecure. Because if once I tell them, hey, you know, I'm going out with such and such, you know, and she'd be like, oh, hey, that, yeah, you know, that's who it is. Well, it's what, not about being insecure, it's being smart. Uh, well, the because smart I, thing hey, is, sit like here, here, here. No, listen, the smart thing, listen, hold on. The smart thing is to be honest and tell them. The wrong thing is to go out and don't tell them. Oh, and you're, then they, you're and then, dead, And listen, and then you go out and they find out. You're dead. Who the hell you was with? <laughs> you was with who? <laughs> How you was with this? Dup, 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 dup. <laughs> all right, well, first of all, it wasn't me. <laughs> I got, no, such and such said they saw you. They lying. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Where's the, where's the evidence? <laughs> right. Show me. Go, Judge. Put me on. You got video. You got, you got transcripts. I don't want to know why you even considering you got, it. Why, why consider it? Why not? It could be a business move for all I know. That's why I said even if you, you don't know this business, then they, if we're in a relationship or we're married, listen, then we should be doing business together. Listen, that means all three of us going to sit at this little round table. I'm, I'm a loyal person. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a committed relationship whenever I get into one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm committed. But I'm also open to endless possibilities. <sighs> I don't shut the door on nobody if it helps my brand, now, I get if that, it helps but if my pockets. Why are he not inviting your wife or your girlfriend? Well, because they ain't on your Jeff, business. and you know that speaking from me being an entrepreneur, when I present uh, business to people, I say, do you have a wife or a husband? Bring them with you. 
I ain't never heard you say that. Uh, you, uh, I know you ain't got no wife. I, I, I ain't never heard you say that. Well, you ain't never said that in front of me. But I, I mean, you probably have though. Because you don't want someone to think that you have. Any, it don't matter any what they think. It don't matter what they think. Ulterior motive. You know, listen. I should have a. I should. My relationship should be so intact. I should have a Judge Ryan relationship. I should have a high level of trust. So if I say A, B, C, and D, you should trust me enough to know that I'm not going to step out of bounds. Now, if I'm mad at you, I might be tempted. Now, if you make me mad, I might be tempted. No, I'm just joking. No, but seriously, though. No, but for real, though. No, but seriously. No, but, <laughs> no, but seriously. All jokes aside. No, I'm going to. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying. I am not going to step out on my girl. No, all just sad, you know, because I'm going out to lunch or to dinner with an ex. You never know what the situation could be. You just never know. Judge, what's the sentence for crime of passion? <laughs> well, it depends. What's the crime? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. See, some, that's people, some people just get assaulted. Some, you, there's criminal damaging. Some people go to the level of actually killing. Has anybody? Oh, ever, no, I don't want to take you. Has anybody ever been charged with something like that? Crime of passion? Well. I, it's not. There's no thing called crime of passion. It's it's what we call mitigating circumstances because of what you've done. So the first forty-eight. Uh, lied. So, what's that? The first forty-eight lied to me. Yeah. They say crime of passion. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because crime That's is, a that, that was the motive, but there's no actual. Term. That's not an actual. It's not oh, an, right. So y'all just learned something on the Jeff Brown right, show today. It's, it's murder. It's, <laughs> Involuntary manslaughter. Oh, voluntary see. manslaughter. Most of the time, that's what we call, you know, sufficient provocation to reduce something from being purposeful murder. Okay. Oh, mm. See, there you have it. So that, that could be something. an explanation. Yep, you just learned it's some a, legal it's terms. It's a crime today. of passion. Y'all folks so. watching the first 48, y'all don't know nothing. <laughs> we got a judge in the house setting the record straight today. Got y'all together. Y'all stop talking about crime of passion. Either you're a murderer. <laughs> Or are you something else? <laughs> it has nothing to do with crime of passing. You just who you are. I'm just a murderer. And while you out there going out to dinner with your ex, make sure you, you keep your wife out the loop. Because if she find out, you're dead, man. And it will she be a gone. crime and of passion. And you will be on first 48. It will be a crime of passion. <laughs> and it will be a crime of passion. Hey, we'll be right back <laughs> with the Entertainment Lounge and Judge Michael Ryan. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Yo, this is Darvio the Kingpin Morrow, and I want you to check out my brand new song called Trust Me, featuring Madeline Hayes. Cause he out doing what he do, and I'm out doing what I do, but still thinking about you. How did we get caught up in this shit? Been knowing each other forever, and it's never been and like this. telling me just, you wanna chill for a minute and see if we can put this thing back together when we finish just. Get Trust Me Now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora, and all other major digital outlets. From FCB Records, The Orchard, and Sony Music Entertainment. Hey everybody, this is your man Jeff Brown from the Jeff Brown Show. Listen, happy People Wednesday. I need you to come out and hang out with me every Wednesday down at Rock 21 Grill in downtown Cleveland. That's right, 1425 East 21st Street. Meet me there featuring the hottest DJ in the city, DJ Ellery, as he be on the ones and twos. That's right, 5 p.m. Meet me at Rock 21 Grill. It's going to be Good vibes with great people. It's Happy People Wednesdays presented by the Jeff Brown Show. See you there. Peace. This is the Jeff Brown Show.
on the FCB Radio Network. Yo, what's good, people? This is Jason Champion, the homie from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm kicking it with my main man, Jeff Brown, right here on the Jeff Brown Show. Hey, 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 what's up? And we're back. We're back with entertainment news. So listen, you know, more better than I'm handling this, but you guys are stuck with me again. And I got <laughs> my girl Sassy, the other lovely side of the show. And, you know, I got Judge Ryan and I got my man, the King Penn. So yes, listen, um, Jill Scott is officially divorced. Oh, really? Mm, She's yes. officially divorced. All right. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about that, you know. I wonder how much money is he going to get. I didn't get into all the details, you know, about that. But I wonder how much does he get. Or does he get anything? Or should he get anything? Do you think he should get anything? How long are you know, together? Uh, several years. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should get nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, so. listen. Mary J, uh, her extra, her extra, he getting paid. Yeah. He tried to clean her out. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. Yeah. That is terrible, man. Yeah, um, hey, you know what? Is that the new thing? Just marry a celebrity woman that's sing- that's single and could be possibly lonely. <laughs> Why does she have a, a prenuptial agreement? Hey, you know what? Let me ask you about that. <laughs> Speaking of that, do you think or agree that people should consider prenuptial agreements when you have a an extensive amount of what do you call capital? extensive? Anything I, I, over hundred thousand, maybe fifty thousand, maybe sixty. Uh, you know, I want to say <laughs> over probably maybe two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. I did. That's smart to have a prenuptial agreement, but uh, because it, it protects Where's it my... protects you in these situations um, where you know this this um, husband you know comes in and now he may be able to access half of. Her fortune right. when he didn't really work to mm-hmm. help her yeah. uh, with that fortune. So I mean, it, it goes you know both ways with men who have made this argument <laughs> over the years uh, about that and claiming they, you know, what has she done? But the law says you know there should be equitable distribution of the assets once there's been a termination. You heard what this man said. He is. You know what? I appreciate the judge that does know what he's talking about, that knows his stuff. <laughs> Equitable distribution, that means you have to have uh, matching acts, assets that should be distributed evenly. Didn't we just debate this? Uh, hey, it really ain't no we debate with me. It with Mo. I'm yeah. telling you, <laughs> prenuptial agreements are from heaven. <laughs> They're heaven sent. Listen. <laughs> I don't agree with everything in law. Right. No offense. But at the end of the day, I love the fact of a prenuptial agreement. Well, people have to understand marriage is a contract. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Marriage it is. is. I'm just saying, man. Contract. I'm just right. saying. Listen. <laughs> Damn, where's Mo? I, that's when I do agree with prenuptial agreements because if I have a large amount of money, and I happen to vibe or have chemistry with somebody that work at McDonald's. <laughs> and I just happen to marry You would date somebody that work at McDonald's? No, but I'm just using that as an example. But That's somebody else. You know, somebody That's a hell of an example from, why, from the bus why, to McDonald's. I'm just saying. And I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, just being <laughs> jokingly. But why should I have to, I, He like Judge Ryan said, my success, he didn't help me get to my success. I work hard to get there, which I'm sure he probably worked hard Whoever to get I'm wherever with, he we is. We shot a prenup. 
No, if I'm worth $200,000, oh, definitely, you, honey. We so signing a prenup. I, so if me and you were dating, I'd tell you you had to sign a prenup, you would sign it? You're not worth $200,000. <laughs> you don't know what I'm worth. <laughs> Jeffrey. I'm sick of you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you was worth $200,000. You're right. I'm worth three. I, I would probably allow you to have that. Allow? Allow. Yeah, I would what allow kind of allow? Wow. Allow? Yeah, I would allow him. That sounds kind of slaverish. Yeah, it I did. I would allow that. It did. Man, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, you can't allow me to have anything. I can't allow you. If you if I'm your wife, I... You're not my wife yet. You signed it prior to. <sighs> See, that's your problem. Yeah. You, you ain't my wife yet. You got See? a point. But here yeah. he said yet, though. Like, we about to get married tomorrow. I'm just... Well, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> yet means that... In other words, you sign the prenup prior to jumping the broom. And if there's I a know miss, that. that's that, yeah, so that's you know, that's you have to communicate that up front. So yeah, I, agree. I communicate that up front often. When whoever I talk with, I ask them, are they open to prenups? That well, lets I don't me know, know if that's a conversation you should have with I should. anybody because you don't I should have because intentions on marrying everybody. Well, don't, I don't have no, you never know. You never know because you know, you know, you might have a, a surprise, you know, you may have a sleeper. You know, come out of nowhere, you know? You know, yeah. you, know you, yeah. you know, the one that you think you weren't going to be yeah, with might be the end one. Up being the one. And so, end up to the so, finish line. That's so true. you want to see, you want to see what the, you know, what the uh, landscape this of the. This is true, because I've heard the, a lot of people that probably been married 20 some odd yeah. years and say, oh, I didn't think this would be my right. husband. And, and, you know, uh, before I get into the interview, Josh, hey, Josh Gordon is back with the Browns. You know, I know a lot of you Browns fans are happy. Yeah, right, Ooh. right, right. Um, you know, I'm, oh, yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Patriots excited. fan, and I'm, I'm a, a Browns fan. fan second. A Steelers fan? Yeah. yeah. Wait a you minute. You should just turn her mic off. Please? Right. She shouldn't even be in the studio, <laughs> no. Right. Well, you got that big in... Browns flag right there on the Yeah, on you know the she's, a, yeah, she's a Steelers fan. Were you born in Cleveland? don't worry. What happened? Don't worry. We don't have a football team. Oh. Well, she does make a perfect point. They're clowns. If you could win two games in 32 games or one game in 30-something games in two seasons, that's horrible. Well, I mean, you just, how long you been a, a Steelers fan? Forever. Oh, hey, well, guess forever. what? I was never a Don't worry, fan. y'all. I got y'all covered. You know, I'm a Brady fan. So I've been a Brady fan since Drew Brees, you know, got hurt. And, you know, Brady came in off that, you know, off his rookie season and came in and won the Super Bowl. So, you know. Oh, hey, listen, geez. I've been doing this. So, listen, you know, we are their kryptonite. So, don't worry, Browns. I got y'all. You know what I'm saying? We got y'all. I'll take the Patriots before the Steelers. Are you serious? Never, Absolutely. ever will I be a Pittsburgh fan. And, so, and, my, and my roots are actually from Pennsylvania. My mom, my grandfather, my so you should grandmother, be a fan. they're all from but Western yeah. Pennsylvania, Midland, Pennsylvania, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Wow. And, you know, when I go home or go to a family reunion, they, you know, they don't allow us to wear wow. brown and orange. Well, remind, <laughs> wow. um, remind me about him, a Rosenberger wow. jersey. Uh, <laughs> I can hand that to my cousin. I won't touch it to give me like, yeah, a stick well. or something to take to the. Uh, no, just bring it mail. here so we can take it yeah. in the parking lot and burn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. That's been your entertainment news. Hey, you know, I want to um, just really jump right into this uh, with my man, Judge Ryan. Thank you again for stopping in. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I have. I've had a good time with you guys. <laughs> So I can say I was not expecting this. So. Okay, okay, good. I'm glad, man. So, Judge Ryan, you know, your book, uh, The Least Likely to Succeed, and, you know, you talk about your upbringing. Um, how do you take those life lessons and, you've, and, you're, and, and apply it to the young men that stand before your, your court 
each and every day. How do you take those principles and those lessons and try to inspire the young men that stands before your court every day to make them better? Yeah, well, that, that's what I try to do is try to give them um, real life scenarios about how to uh, alter the trajectory that they're on, the, the path that they're on. You know, some of them will come in and say, well, Judge, you just don't understand, you know, some of the challenges and the hurdles uh, that I have uh, to um, to overcome in order to uh, to live, let alone, you know, try to go to school or um, try to avoid you know, interaction with negative folks. And I tell them, well, you know, I've been there. And I think that resonates more with them than it may with with someone else is trying to impress upon them uh, to take alternative routes. And so, you know, I'm pretty graphic about, you know, what I've gone through. Um, And it probably, you know, uh, results in longer hearings um, than normal. Um, But I, I think they leave with this sense that, you know, all hope is not lost. Um, I tell them about, you know, challenges about eating, about uh, being in safe environments, uh, but also about making good choices in the face of all of the adversity that, you know, I'm dealing with and the trauma that I've dealt with, uh, the violence that I've been exposed to. I didn't use those as excuses to engage in inappropriate behavior and tell them, you know, that there's, there's ways around that behavior, but, you know, they've got to they've gotta make that choice. And know that, um, you know, they they may, in fact, be, you know, uh, ostracized by friends, Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes even by loved ones because they've made choices that are different from what their loved ones have done. And, you know, tell me, you know, it's, it's okay to be different. Uh, it, it's okay to um, to really focus on academics and believe that that's the thing that will be the key to drive you beyond poverty. Uh, and some of them, you know, they listen and uh, they are um, very, uh, very conscious of that. And then some of them, you know, it goes right over their head. Well, listen, we're going to be right back with Judge Ryan. Let's pay these bills. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Hey, guys, it's Mo Better from the Jeff Brown Show. Check this out. We have this new T-Mobile Unlimited Family Plan just in time for summer break. But get this, it comes with Netflix included. Yes, we can watch all our favorite shows and movies like practically anywhere now. With T-Mobile, it's all unlimited. I can watch my shows. My husband can watch his. The kids can watch theirs. And we don't have to worry about data. No, with T-Mobile, you can watch whatever you want whenever you want on your phone. It could be the tablet or even the television, all without paying more. So look, join T-Mobile, get unlimited family plan with Netflix included. And right now to sweeten the deal, yes, Samsung Galaxy S9. If you buy one, you get one free with 24 monthly bill credit. So you and your family can binge all your Netflix favorites on your new phones. And it's only at T-Mobile. So visit a T-Mobile store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE today. Unlimited data on their network, video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel, balances due. Well-qualified customers. Full price, $720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. Hey, and we're back. We're back with Judge Ryan. Hey, hey, Judge, let me ask you a question. You got a powerful testimony. You talk about your upbringing, your struggles, um, the related the, the the difficulty or the the relationship between you and your mother. Can you, can you allude to some of that? Because that 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 I guess 
that journey has brought you to the person you are today. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think God was intentional, purposeful um, in my life uh, to have me go through so many challenges because it, you know, it allows me to um, to draw on those uh, those experiences when um, I'm dealing with cases that you know come before me, uh, both as a judge for the delinquency part mm-hmm. of my docket, but even more so for the abuse, neglect, and dependency part. Of my doctor when I'm dealing with uh, you know issues for with with respect to families, um, so yeah that that is uh, it was necessary, and for me you know I my mom was really young when she uh, got pregnant with me only 14 and then she had me right as she was turning 15. Um, I didn't meet my biological father until I was well into my 20s. Uh, one reason was because he was incarcerated in federal prison for bank robbery shortly after I was born. Uh, and then um, my sister's dad, who I grew up believing was my dad up until the time I was about 11 or 12 years old, stepped in. And he stepped up, um, provided a, a home for um, me and my sister and my mom. And... Um, uh, you, you know, seeing him from the outside or hearing that, you would think this is a, you know, a good guy, a model for most kids. And he wasn't because he was, you know, he was really violent uh, towards my mom. You know, I grew up uh, watching him brutalize her Ooh. from the time I was four until I was 11. Uh, it stopped when I was 11 because he wound up going to prison. Mm. Uh, and um, that was actually his second stint. I didn't know when he, he had went to prison, you know, before my sister was born, but I was too young to even uh, understand that uh, or even realize that he had gone to prison. And, you know, um, both of my parents, or neither one of them having a high school diploma uh, and then, of course, having instability with respect to jobs caused us to move around a lot. Uh, lived in so many different neighborhoods in the city of Cleveland, uh, lived in California, was brought back here, and that resulted in us moving, eventually moving down to the Longwood Projects. And, you know, that's part of the uh, title of my book, you know, the least likely from the housing projects to the courthouse. And, you know, it was there that my whole family's just the family disintegrated there because my mother's, and, and I forgot to mention this, but both my mom and my dad, and I call him my dad because I don't have any other name from. I know people call her, you know, their their uh, non-biological parents, stepdads, but I didn't know him as a stepdad, so it's hard for me to say that. Yeah. Um, and um, both of them were addicted to um, drugs, heroin, mm. and so I watched them use. I watched, you know, um, you know. When I watched, but I was a, a victim of what happened to them after they used, um, in terms of neglect and um, and abuse, uh, and also dependency, because there were times when they would leave me and my sister by ourselves because uh, they were gone getting high, mm. um, you know, for hours, sometimes days. Um, and then when you know my dad went to prison, my mom's drug use just was off the chain, mm. and it resulted in um, my dad's uh, mom, who I you know considered to be my grandmother, uh, coming down to Longwood and essentially rescuing us. Uh, took us out of that uh, environment because not that Longwood itself was bad, just the situation that we were in in Longwood was bad. Yeah. Um, and um, she provided the stability that we needed, the nourishment that we needed, the foundation that we needed. Uh, and also, I thought giving my mom a chance to be able to get her life in order, and she never was able to. Yeah. Um, and um, she died when she was 28, and I was 13. 
Uh, and then my grandmother died a year after my mother did, almost to the same date. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, my sister and I went to go live with uh, my dad's, one of my dad's sisters, and then another one of his sisters. And then eventually my um, my maternal grandmother returned from New York to take care of me my last year of high school. So by the time I got to Heights, you know, I had gone through the Cleveland Metropolitan School District from second through 10th grade. Uh, and I went to so many schools during that period because of the instability from my parents, the um, the abuse, the neglect, 11 schools from kindergarten just to 10th grade. Um, so I was that kid who, you know, shouldn't have survived, shouldn't have made it, or should have been a statistic, you know, someone involved in the criminal justice system, not as an attorney, but on the other side, needing people to advocate for me. Or, you know, that kid involved in drugs, using or selling myself, um, being an absentee dad. Um, all those things were things that I was the most likely to do based on my circumstances. But, uh, you know, I turned that situation around uh, primarily because of my faith uh, and my work ethic. So I combined those two to, you know, be where I am today. And I think it's a, it's a powerful story for a lot of the kids who come in with excuses. Right, yeah. right. Well, you know, I'm touched. Just you know, yeah. I, I've heard this. I've heard it. Heard it before, but um, <clears throat> I listen to it now. And um, excuse me, I'm like, man, just to see you sitting here, you know, and uh, to see that you were able to overcome by God's grace and mercy. Yes, you amen. Know? So, somebody that's listening today that may be faced with some challenges similar to yours, what do you tell them right now? Hope is not lost. You know, for me, there were times when I was saying, what is the purpose of, you know, working so hard and what's the purpose of staying out of trouble? What's the purpose of sacrificing and not, you know, going with my dues and, you know, hitting the lick with somebody so I can get something to eat? That's, you know, my primary concern was, was I going to eat? You know, you know, I talk about in the book of, you know, battling roaches for crackers. That's how, you know, um, dire, you know, things were for us at times. And so, you know, that's what I, you know, I, I try to impress upon people is that you can't give up. No matter what the situation looks like, if you give up, then you, you won't be able to see the rewards that you've been working so hard towards. Um, th- that end result doesn't come, or you, you're, you're not able to realize that if at some point you say, okay, that's it, I'm done. I want to take the alternative route because uh, I want that expediency when it comes to gratification. Right. You know, um, it just doesn't work. At least, I, at least in, I don't think it does. Right. I don't think right. it does. Right, yeah. Like what they say, you in a hurry to go nowhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you're in a hurry to come and see me. And right. Which is yeah. not, I don't want to talk to you. Favorable. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> well, listen, you know, um, all good things must come to an end. I want to thank you so much for taking our time out of your schedule to come in and sit with us um, and I just hang out with us. Um, invitation. You know, no problem. And, you know, we want you to come back. Now, voting. Just real quick, tell us about voting, what the people should do in the community about that real quick. Okay, voting is uh, imperative. I mean, we, you hear the statement all the time that people have died for your right to vote, and they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are still doing that to this day. Um, you have a right to vote. Uh, all of the individuals who are not, you know, uh, serving prison time in the state of Ohio, 
you have a right to vote. You, you know, even if you've been convicted, you still have a right to vote. Mm-hmm. The only people that don't have a right to vote are those who are non-citizens or who are, um, like I said, uh, serving uh, time in uh, either a federal prison or a state penitentiary. So get out to vote. Uh, I think the deadline to register to vote is October 9th, 2018. Uh, so uh, make sure that you go out and register. If you have moved, make sure that you update your registration because if you go to your old poll for to um, try to vote and you've moved, they know that you've moved. Okay. Okay, for the most part, especially mm-hmm. if you're changing your mm-hmm. uh, address on your driver's license mm-hmm. or you're getting mail forwarded, you know, the information is relayed to the board of edu- the board of elections. Right. And so you've got to get that updated because they will not allow you to vote at your old at your old polling place. Um sometimes they let you do provisional ballots, that's not that doesn't necessarily okay. happen. So get out there and vote. It's, we, vote. We, Yes. If you are upset at the current way that our government is working, uh, this is a prime time to make a change. People think, well, it's not the presidential election. It's midterms. The Vote. president cannot do what he what he does without the support of Congress. Right. Right now, individuals in the same parties control both the presidency and as well as the as Congress. Okay. And so if you want to change that and, and be able to, to, to prevent that, for that or challenge them, you've got to change who's in, uh, who's in Congress. Get out and vote real quick. What you learned today? <laughs> that you judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. I appreciate it. But I, I, Judge Ryan, I have to say really quick, I never knew that side of your story. And it was amazing. And I think you're just a true testimony to Thank you. young youth. And keep doing what you're doing. And uh, don't be judgmental, Jeff. Mm. What you learned today? <laughs> I learned today that, um, oh boy, you can um, really talk uh, to individuals and be open and honest uh, without them uh, passing judgment on who you are. Uh, so um, all, all of you have been um, really receptive uh, to me this evening, and uh, it's something that I, I appreciate that you can, and I learned that you can have fun as well as, you know, be serious about, you know, important topics in our community. So Absolutely. What yes. you learned, Darvia? Uh I learned two things. One, uh, I learned your amazing story. Thank you for sharing that. Thank and you. I learned that sassy is judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned that I'm going to get a prenuptial agreement <laughs> and that Judge Ryan is the official attorney for the Jeff Brown show. <laughs> Talk to y'all in a minute. Peace. The FCB Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide.